three, two, one. Never has there been a better time to be alive in human history. If you're not feeling it, you must discover why. Join Matthew Bolton in developing and applying a framework of objective optimism toward a flourishing life of meaning, health, and happiness. Here's your host, Matthew Bolton. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mr. Brightside. I'm Matthew Bolton. I've not been enjoying the experience of my life lately. I, host of Mr. Brightside, I talk a lot on this show about living a flourishing life. And while I've been uh, still keeping up with lots of what I preach, as so much of it has become habit, there's still much that's undermined my own positive agenda that I've allowed to creep in and assert itself. Now, there's lots one can say about how COVID has restricted and limited our lives and the pursuit of our own health and happiness. And there's validity validity and, and lots of that legitimate. But there's also lots of excuses and rationalizations made available to us in that. And it is still true that I can make good choices regardless of circumstances. But I don't share Mr. Brightside with you to lament uh, the world and lament my own failures unless it is to highlight a contrast. So I'm pleased to say that in the past couple weeks or so, I've been moving toward a more positive state of peace, purpose, uh, general pleasure again in my own life. And it's due to one small change. And I was startled to see how immediate the shift in mood and uh, emotion or experience was. Now, of course, this small change was actually a big change as it's an implementation of a wider principle. It was an answer to a powerful question, one which I'll share with you today. And why I want to talk it out is to understand more clearly for myself so that I might apply it to making more small and or bold changes and shifts, moving my life ever more in the direction that I want it to go toward the character I want to build for myself and those around me, filling it with the things that give me most joy and purpose. And of course, this is what optimism is about. Optimism is not about always being automatically and artificially happy. It's about trying to use our minds to understand what is necessary to achieve optimal individual human flourishing in our lives, especially when we're experiencing general negative emotions as I was over a period of time. We've got to figure this thing out. That's what it's about. Now, I hope and expect that you can get something valuable out of hearing me describe my experience today, this recent experience, both the the negative and the positive, and certainly what, how, what has led me from the former to the latter. But I think you can get more value out of it if you become a more active participant in this discussion. Now, near the end of each show, I always ask listeners to, uh, to ask clarifying questions so that I might fill in holes of things that I've missed and better formulate my ideas, really better understand even what I'm trying to say. But today, I'm going to ask you before we start to, as you listen along, please think of what questions occur to you and ask them. Even uh, with like completed articles that I write, I often uh, think of them as me thinking out loud. And it's often that I, I look back on them and I see them e- even some years later or, or even just a year or less, uh, less that I'm able to see something uh, that I missed and add something new to it that I've only now understood, something uh, that's now gaping uh, that I see now. It doesn't necessarily contradict what I've said before, although it might, uh, but it means that there's always something I can add to or or develop. And I'll never stop doing that as long as I live. Uh, Even if I wrote a book, this would still be true. So certainly then with this podcast, it's even more true. 
this podcast and especially today's show, it's more like it's something new that I'm feeling. I'm onto something. I'm excited to share it and I want to put it out there. But it's not like it's something that's been tested and validated over a long time and then I'm ready to write a book about it or something. No, this is more akin to like an outline of an article or maybe more like a first draft of an article and I'm putting it out there. So there's lots that needs filling in and I'll need you to help me and to help us come more effectively to a clear understanding because what I'm certain of is that what I'm going to talk about today is important and it's something that affects us all. Now to get a clear understanding uh, on top of questions, I also ask you to share your own similar experiences so and how you have dealt with them. So what have you done? What have you implemented or applied in your life to bring you to a more positive place? Or what have you thought of at all in regard to this issue? So please guys, talk to me and get involved and help me make this more helpful to everybody. Uh, you can ask questions and share experiences in the comments section uh, where you're listening now, of course. You can also always go to the Mr. Brightside Facebook page at facebook.com slash matthewbolton.ca. So thank you very much for that, guys. Let's get to it. Now, I'll put out right away, as not to string you along with any teasers or anything, that the change I made was essentially dropping Facebook. And this, after I've just referred you to the Mr. Brightside Facebook page. But I don't mean that I've totally dropped it. I just mean that I've delimited it severely and have effectively eliminated it from my daily awareness. So let me explain what I mean by that and and why I've done it. But before I do that, let me say a word on connection. I think connection is a tremendous boon to human lives. Because I understand that trade is win-win, life is not a zero-sum game, and because billions of people are now trading second after second all the time, we are seeing wealth grow at an impossible rate. And I hope that the billions who are still in the underdeveloped world will join in sooner than later and will have even more, not less, as humans are resource creators. As we engage in more win-wins, more abundance is added to the world, as we can see all around us, people, us in the empowered world, that is. Connection is also good in the way of exchanging non-material values like friendship, love, etc. And this is what social media is really great for. So connection, even this hyper-connection that we see today is good. But like anything, we must use it, not abuse it, nor let it use us. And the connection that I was engaging in was keeping me disconnected from my real life and from my own agenda, making me feel like I had more going on and less time than I actually did. In all, it was a feeling of overwhelm. So the word on connection is that we must be very deliberate, uh, deliberate and selective about it. So now with this feeling of overwhelm, I want to describe it. It wasn't just that the minutes and hours that add up and that were spent on things that I, you know, when I could be doing something else. There's nothing wrong with entertaining oneself if that's what we're really doing. But it's that my mind was constantly connected to that world. It's as if it were a place that I was con- uh, constantly going back and forth from. And where, and where I thought there was lots of excitement, right? This is a, you know, this is where the world was at. And, you know, and the one that I was actually in the real world here was something that I wanted to escape or I was kind of stuck in, say. Um, there was just a constant, just a constant awareness of that world all the time. Even when I'm out doing things in my regular life, I'm aware of the world inside, uh, you know, I guess connected through social media, you might say, or through the internet. Um, sitting down to the computer, whenever I sat down, my first thought was about connection, not about, you know, a word processor and, you know, opening something for me. It's like, it's connection. It's, it was almost like, you know, it's what's out there, what's happening out there. It was as if my computer was like a portal to the world. But the question I'm going to ask today is what world, what do you mean a portal to the world? The world is here. 
but we're going to get to that. So let me describe further what it looked like in, in reality here. So in the morning, I would get up and I've got something to do. And I would sit down with my first coffee. And before getting down to something that, you know, I got a lot of work going on, and I'll mention that in a bit, and something that I really need to do, I'd think, well, what about with my first coffee, I'll just uh, check my email, maybe look at some Facebook, just see what's going on. And right there, it's again, it's not so much about the time consumed, like I took 20 minutes, I can easily take 20 minutes to have a coffee and, and, and mess around and warm up as it were. But it's that my mind is taken away from this world. It's brought to that world. And it's so hard to come back and focus on this one. When you open up that whole thing, it's really hard to shift back and forth. Um, other times when I'm in class and my home classes, uh, my wife and I teach students in our home in, in private lessons on top of my university uh, classes. And sometimes if I've got, a, I've got a kid in here and I ask them, um, you know, I say, why don't you work on this? Why don't you figure out these things yourself? Think about them yourself and then we'll go through them together. So I got to wait a couple minutes while the kid works through it. And what am I doing while I'm standing there? Well, I might just lean over, even when I'm standing up, right? Lean over, just click on the, the Facebook icon, pop it up, just see what's going on for a sec. And again, it's, it's not just that, it's not that, that I can't teach the kid well. No, I'm certainly fine. I'm just sitting there waiting for them. There's nothing else I have to be doing. But it's just that I'm not even enjoying my experience of being there in the class with, with, the, with the student. Um, like I'm not in the right place. Like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be somewhere else where stuff is happening. This is no good. So another one now is say at night, uh, before I go to bed, I might, I'm going to shut down my computer and get ready for bed. I go, well, you know, maybe I'll just check out Facebook, see what's going on out there, see what's going on in the world, in the world. Remember again, the world is here, but I just have this idea. Like I want to see what's happening in the world. And I, I, I have this addiction, I'm telling you. And you know, and it's, so it's not just, again, it's not the minutes taking 10, 20. Sometimes I get scrolling and scrolling and get caught. And I'm like, why did I, I want to go to bed already. Why am I staying here for more than a minute? Um, because of the, I'm feeling addicted. I feel like I want to see what's happening and you get caught. Um, but it's more than just, again, the time, uh, you know, that I could have just gone to bed. Now I'm going to bed with a full mind. It's not quietly, nicely enjoying my home, my bed, my book, etc. This, you know, my world. Um, I was connected to things, events, people, and ideas out there in the world. My mind was busy, noisy, overwhelmed. And this is not a good way to put yourself to sleep. And I am busy uh, in reality. Um, I'm, partic I'm particularly busy at this time of the year uh, in the fall semester and particularly this fall. So I know people aren't interested in the details of everybody's, everybody's life. Uh, I don't want to be too self-indulgent here, but it is important to kind of get a sense of what my agenda looks like because this is what I'm trying to talk about. You can insert your own agenda for this and, and, and listen through the show and get lots out of it. Um, but I've got basically six classes at the university and then I've got plenty of home classes afterwards that go um, into the, you know, later, late in the evening uh, here at, at the, at the house every day. And then um, I've got this podcast every week that I'm putting out and it's obviously something I want to do, but it's something I'm committed to. My brother and I have another podcast uh, called Bolton from Bolton. It's a hockey podcast, which I just love doing. It's just really fun just hanging out and talking with my brother. So again, it's, it's like, well, why don't you drop that? Well, it's something I want. So it's something I really want, but it's, but it is something I have to do. Uh, and on top of that, there's a, a further project, a colleague of mine uh, and, and I are working on that our boss has put to us to create some kind of video course. I won't give you all the details of that, but it's something that we're doing weekly and it's a big project we're working on to be put out next year for our, for our school. And that's a lot. I've got all kinds on there. And on top of that, 
I want to, you know, take care of my health. Um, I want to enjoy time with my wife. We, we, we love to go out and, and enjoy, um, you know, coffee and, and finding good places to sit down and eat and go for walks and stuff like that. And just enjoy our time together and, and, and enjoy shows together and stuff like that. But really focused uh, watching a show that, you know, very deliberately that we really want to watch. Um, and all of that is my agenda. That's what I want to call my agenda. It's what I want to do in my life, the life that I want to live. And meanwhile, I'm adding all of this stuff. So with all of that, I'm taking on all the problems of the world on top. I talk about the world being so good all the time here. You know, never has there been a better time to be alive in human history, but I haven't been looking at it very quietly. Uh, life has been loud for me, noisy, stressful, complicated, draining. And I'd been trying at various times over months to tell my wife about it and describe how I felt, groping for a solution. You know, I would be saying, I just don't feel very good these days, hon. Like, I just, I, I got all this stuff going on. It's a lot of work, yes, but it's, I know it's manageable. It's just, I got, I'm so connected to this stuff. I, I knew it was, it was, it was all related to this overconnection to Facebook and all that. Yet somehow I couldn't see the obvious solution, which was to just shut it all off. But why not? Well, we'll see about that in a bit. And then amidst all this grappling for stuff, I revisited uh, the work of a couple excellent thinkers who helped slap the solution clearly right back in my face. Um, I've been talking a lot on the show in the past couple of weeks, a lot about uh, defining and setting one's personal agenda, the things that we really want, the kind of character relationships we want to build, the kind of health we want to enjoy, the kind of work we want to do, the kind of recreation that we want to enjoy the kind of life that we want to create for ourselves and then being convinced of why this is the, this kind of life is right for us. And then pursuing things that promote that while avoiding things that undermine or detract us from it. Now uh, in my English conversation class at Henshin university, I, uh, what I do is I take some kind of idea, either an article I like or a podcast episode I like, or anywhere where I've got some good idea that I've heard from some somebody or something I've come up on my own. And I present it to students in some kind of consumable form for them. So I basically, you know, these are not native speakers, these Korean students. So I have to summarize the ideas and present them in a way uh, that they can understand uh, pretty simply. And then we go ahead and discuss it as a, as a class. And that's the conversation aspect. So it's really they're exercising their English, as it were. And, and it works really well. And, and, and they enjoy the class. And I really enjoy the class. And one thing, uh, one I did a couple of years ago, I think, or last year, um, but I recently did it for that project I mentioned, uh, this video project we're, work we're working on. I actually used that one as one of the the uh, kind of Prezi presentations and talks that I would give. It's like a, a mini lecture um, of sorts. So it was the from the podcast episode I mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago too, from Alex Epstein's Human Flourishing Project called How No News Leads to Good News. And in that, he defines news as developments in other people's lives shared according to other people's agendas. And with that new definition, you start to view news as something that is necessarily anti your agenda. It's like, it's, this is what other people want me to, to, to pay attention to. And yet you're not focusing on the news of your own life. Um, and then uh, I recently, in my current class, uh, this fall semester, I did a unit, uh, which I created a few years ago after reading this book by Cal Newport, Deep Work. Um, and, uh, and in this, one of the key concepts in it is the any benefit approach 
to tool, uh, network tool selection versus the craftsman approach. So in the any benefit approach, uh, Cal says you're justified in using a network tool if you can identify any possible benefit to its use or anything you might possibly miss out on if you don't use it. That's important. Then the craftsman approach is Identify the core factors that determine your success and happiness in your professional and personal life. Adopt a tool only if its positive impacts on these factors substantially outweigh its negative impacts. Wow. When I first read this a few years ago, this book, so not just that idea, but the whole book, I immediately deleted the Facebook app off my phone. So I was still, I had an account and everything, but I would not make it easy to, to just click one button to see what was going on uh, when I had a spare minute. So I would have to go to like a browser and go to Facebook very deliberately. It seems like a small thing, but it really kept me from ever checking my phone in that way. Um, like, for example, if my wife like went to the bathroom while we're at a coffee shop, I would just sit there and look out the window or just think. I wouldn't grab my phone and look at Facebook. So I, I actually stopped using my phone completely as a, an entertainment device at all at least in that short range kind of way. Like I, w- I could watch a video or something, but I wouldn't just grab it and look at what's going on on this website or, or on Facebook. And the craftsman approach, this is what I mean when I talk about think and thrive. Um, when I use that expression to think and thrive, think and thrive is not all about, you know, in a moment, should I go to Facebook right now or not? That's not thinking in the moment. What, it's rather, what should my relationship be to this social medium be, or uh, which social media do I even want, etc. Like you think about that in your life, at you know, at certain times, um, not just in the moment. Um, this is what optimism is all about, in my view. What everything I try to talk about on the show is all about. And observe in Cal's uh, definition of the craftsman approach, he or the uh, any benefit approach, excuse me. He says um, anything that you might possibly miss out on quote unquote, missing out. FOMO, everybody, are you familiar with FOMO? It's called fear of missing out. Um, and what, what was I missing out on? Now, I haven't even mentioned, and this was a big part of it, that there's so much negativity and pessimism on the social media. Now, I only use Facebook myself, but, uh, but on Facebook was so much. And this is really a big part of what was really you know, dragging my heart down and occupying my mind with negative thoughts. But it's not just that. It was also even the people that I went on and agree with and really like love to hear their stuff who like really have excellent work and sharing great articles and great things that really, um, you know, you know, positively, uh, you know, could help my life. Um, I was feeling uh, FOMO in regard to that. I would feel like if I don't, if I don't go there, I'm missing out on you know, what's the latest post from this guy or what's the latest article from, from, from this publication? And what am I, what about this? What am I, what video am I going to miss out on and all this stuff? And also news from my friends and stuff that I want to see. I would miss out on all that stuff, but this is no good. And I, I have to use a craftsman approach. So before I tell you exactly what I decided to do, let me offer one more image that was very powerful to me. Um, you guys might be aware of the Netflix show and with an E. Uh, but in any case, most people are familiar with the Anne of Green Gables stories. And in any case, most people are aware of the time in which they are set. So I was sitting down uh, to coffee one day. This is water. But I was sitting down to coffee one day, and I thought about Matthew Cuthbert, uh, one of the main characters in the story. I thought about him sitting down to that same coffee. And what did it take for him to, and, and Marilla, his sister, to get there? So 
he, you know, he, he would have to go out and deal with all of the farm work. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's mending fences and wagons and he's uh, baling hay and he's feeding the animals and all that. He's taking care of all that all day. And meanwhile, Marilla's inside and she's doing a lot of the domestic work, the housekeeping, the house management, making sure that they put all that work to great use. She's cooking and mending stuff and cleaning the house and keeping it all up. Now, of course, they do, they are able to have some excess and, and have some savings and, and trade and, and, you know, and that's good. But for the most part, they're just basically self-sustaining day after day. And then they sit down to a coffee and that's what they've done to earn that moment. And here I was with my coffee and all that work was done for me. Yet I still felt like I was chasing something. Now, why should I feel like I'm chasing something? We have to cut this down to what is important to us. I have all the time an unprecedented opportunity, better than any humans in history, to choose what really is important to me. Yet, I spend a lot of time doing things that are not really enjoyable and pro my agenda. I don't spend much time building, appreciating, enjoying my world. And I mean, it, during that time when I, haven't, when I haven't been feeling so good. Why not? Uh, now, the last time I had productive success and felt really so happy and like free for time, like not chasing time as if I had all the time for all the projects that I wanted to do and all the obligations I had uh, where I had real peace and joy in working uh, and in living was, uh, was a couple of years ago when I made my first, uh, you know, writing my first is my first thing I do in the morning um, declaration. So I announced to my wife at the time, um, I think stating intentions allowed and in certain terms really helps. Uh, I said to her one morning, I was like, here's what's going to happen, hon. I get up and I sit to my writing first thing for 30 minutes. So I used to do like a lot of getting up in the morning and then I would go sit with my coffee and, and read uh, a journal that I like or some kind of reading that I enjoy. And I thought that was me being productive because you're, you know, you're reading, but it actually took away from the, the high energy time I have in the morning to really get some work done. And plus my mind is in somebody else's work. And then it's really hard to get down and sit down to my work. So I wanted to start into mine before my agenda, right? Before I got into anything else. Um, I can do that stuff later, right? When, when my mind is a little uh, kind of spent on my stuff. So I sit down to my computer. There's no email, no Facebook. You just open up my writing or whatever I had going on. And it's just that. It's my agenda only. And of course, uh, the 30 minutes that I, that I put out for myself usually went further. It's, but it's all because it's all about starting. Once you start, you get into it. Um, but even if I didn't, even if it were just 30 minutes and I wasn't really getting anywhere, I would feel no guilt at all just turning it off after 30 minutes, stop doing whatever I did because I would have at least identified a problem and had my mind starting to work on it. Um, I would have at least got some, you know, grunt work done on something um, at least. Um, and then I also added that I would check Facebook once a day only and for maximum 10 minutes is what I gave myself. And I would say that I would do that at the end of the day. Um, and during this time, this is the same time that I started my blog. I added all kinds of units to my courses. I created all new, you know, conversation units and, and stuff like that to all my classes uh, at the university. And I was just wildly productive and really enjoying and feeling great about everything about my life. And I've gotten away from that in the past uh, several months or so. And I feel like I don't have enough time for anything. Uh, like the world is too much. I got too many problems to solve and just too much information and to share with too many people. Um, but it's not true. I need to quiet that world. I got to shrink that world. So what did I do? 
Well, I asked myself a few powerful questions, essentialized into basically one question. Uh, there were questions from Alex's uh, podcast episode, How No News Leads to Good News, and from Cal Newport's Craftsman Approach. So they included questions like um, fear of missing out. Uh, do I need to hear and read everything that everybody that I like writes, regardless of how powerfully it might impact my life, of how really good the work is? And I'm not suggesting you guys take time off Mr. Brightside. Certainly, you have to listen weekly. Um, but that's what I ask myself. Do I really need to hear all these guys? And I really select when and what I'm going to consume. <clears throat> if I'm going to read a book, say, or if I'm going to read this article very deliberately. I get on my email so many, some things, and there's such headlines of like, that is, sounds like a great article I would love to know about. Just put it away. I don't need to hear this stuff. I even went so far, I imagined to myself, you know, I don't have... Instagram, and I don't have Twitter. This is all true. So those are just worlds that don't, don't even exist for me. I don't miss them because I don't have them. What if I didn't have Facebook at all? That kind of blew my mind a bit. Um, and it certainly let me, you know, if not to just eliminate it to go, I certainly can do without having it, right? Um, but I'll talk about the, the, the reasons why I would want to have it in a minute. Um, from uh, Alex again, it was uh, from, from that no news is good news or how no news leads to good news. Uh, what's happening in my life? Am I interested in the news of my life? I asked that question to myself. And ultimately, the essentialized one was, does this promote my agenda? All the things that I want to build in my life, the things that I want to work on and enjoy, and the people and the, everything that I want. And if not, don't spend your mind on it at all. It's your life. It's my life. So I declared to my wife one morning, I said to her in our morning coffee sitting out there, I was like, all right, here's what's happening. I'm only looking at Facebook once a day at the end of the day. And I'm only going just to see, just to check the notifications to see what's going on. Because it is true. I do, you know, I share this podcast and my other podcast on Facebook. Um, and there could be some communications regarding this uh, about that and some other things just generally to make sure there's something that I'm really not, not missing. But I don't even scroll down just a bit past the first thing. Not even to see, oh, just one thing. Because again, it's not about, oh, I don't want to waste five or 10 minutes of my life. It's about bringing my mind there. I want my mind to stay within my world. It's about removing that actual connection to that world, not inviting all of that noise and, and, and removing me from my quiet world. You know, it's busy, but lots going on, but like wonderful, peaceful uh, world that I, that I can live in here in, in my real life. Um, so it's almost as if I don't have Facebook anymore, yet I do use it and I do go on uh, for stuff, but I just don't want to get caught checking out people's stuff all the time. Uh, now, what about the real benefits of, of Facebook? Like it's, you know, why am I, why don't I just get rid of my account altogether? You know, what about the friends and family, the stuff that I really want to go on to keep the connection that I really care about? I do love to see updates from my friends and my family and their, and, and their kids and what's going on in their lives sometimes. Yet I don't want, don't need to know every day. Um, well, my wife has an Instagram account. She has Facebook, etc. She knows what's going on. When something important happens, she can tell me about it. Something really big is happening. You know, someone's had a baby or whatever. Um, also, I can look them up when I want to. I can be deliberate about it. Selective. And, and remember back in the day when people used to not see each other and then they get caught up. I don't have to stay caught up moment to moment with hundreds of people or even dozens of people. Um, and besides, and this is very important, guys, I'm not much good to anybody 
if I'm not full and happy independently. And to be full, we must be focused on our own world, on our own agenda, building our own news that we might then share with others. You know, you know, I haven't heard from this friend in a while or something. Well, hopefully it's because this friend is busy doing something awesome. And then I'll love to hear about it and share some positive life-enhancing values when we do talk to each other. These are the kind of relationships that I want. Um, and even this show becomes less fun and becomes kind of a stress when the focus is on, you know, helping others. Like, I got to share. This is something that people have to hear because it's like so important for them. That idea is pretty, it's, first of all, it's pretentious and it's very patronizing and therefore unwelcome. And with all that, it is unhelpful to people. When this show is actually about me trying to articulate something for myself to document some realization or formulation that I'm excited about and, and, and do that, it's way more fun and it's way more valuable for other people. And with all this stuff, guys, I felt a lack of stress in regard to my work and my life and, and a lot more. It's like all the work that I have to do, all that stuff I outlined that, that's really busy right now, it's all very easy now because there is nothing else. It's like uh, Tony Stark. He's, there's the next mission and nothing else. <laughs> it's like I'm where I'm supposed to be. Life is slow. Now, I know this can get better, but this is very early into it, but I know that I'm onto something. And I also know that this state is tenuous. Human flourishing and happiness require constant vigil vigilance. So I'm still aware of this addiction and of the FOMO, and I can feel my mind still connected to Facebook, and I'm trying to kind of eliminate it, but it is getting deafened more and more. And life is just way happier in the past couple of weeks. And that's why I'm so excited to talk to people about it and share my experience. And I'm going to ask better questions and cut out even more noise uh, out of my life. Now, there is lots I would miss, and that's true. I have to understand that. But life is full of trade-offs. For every choice you make, you necessarily say no to all the other things that you haven't chosen. So I really have to be a craftsman about it. All right, guys. So there it is. But again, as I said, I need your help. I need you guys to ask me some questions because I'm sure I haven't said it, you know, as completely as I would have liked to. Um, I'll look back on this later and go, oh, man, I wish I had said that. Well, maybe you can ask that question that I wish I would have asked myself. Uh, please go and do that. You can go to the Mr. Brightside Facebook page at facebook.com slash matthewbolton.ca. You can also just ask right wherever you're listening right now in the comments section. And as I've also asked you, please share your experiences. Have you been feeling anything like this? And have you been able to bring yourself out of this rut and onto a more positive path? Let's say, how have you done it? Uh, I'd really love to hear from you guys about that because this is something that's really important to me. And I want to apply this to many more things in my life and really, you know, cut the fat as it were, and, and just focus more on, on, on my life uh, here and building something really great. Um, it's just so exciting how I've, how, as I said, the, the, um, the change in mood was so immediate after just that one change. And I want to see how else I can do it. All right, then guys, let me say in closing that recently my wife and I were discussing our students relationship to social media. I forget exactly what we were talking about, but something like that. And she said, that's where life is for them. And that really scared me to hear that uh, because I felt for myself that my computer or phone is some kind of gateway to a world of connection, a real world uh, with people and events and excitement and possibility, etc. And then how can just this world out here, like I look outside, I can see the roads and some mountains and trees over there. 
And I like to look at it sometime and feel pretty peaceful in my house in here. How can that compare to all that excitement? But I want reality to be here. I want the excitement to be here with me, uh, where I sit with my coffee, with my wife, with my friends, with my work, with my life and all the abundance in it. I can be just like Matthew Cuthbert, only light years ahead as a starting point. This is where I can appreciate and cash in on what I say here. Never has there been a better time to be alive in human history. Life never has been better. And it's sitting right there, right here for us to enjoy. If we'd only take advantage of the unprecedented opportunity before us to choose, to shape and build whatever kind of life we'd like. Be a craftsman about your life. Quiet the noise and turn up the things that you love. Ask yourself, does this promote my agenda? There is nothing else. I'll see you guys next time. Well, this is great. We just have an opportunity for a gratuitous look at my beautiful cat slash daughter, Eva. She's just been uh, swinging on the on the handle there trying to get in, wondering what was going on in here. So I thought I'd let her in for a sec. Um, I'll tell you what, guys, if uh, if this show is about optimism and enjoying beautiful things in life, have a look at this. And uh, and also, if it's about knowing how to enjoy your life and, and really focusing on your own agenda and your own life and getting the most out of it, we ought to take a page out of this book uh, by Eva. Hi, sweetie. All right. I'm going to put you down here. Mr. Brightside, your time out to refresh, refuel, and refocus your mind and energy toward building an optimistic framework for flourishing. Life is good. It's up to you to choose the bright side. 